Welcome to another episode of the Making It Last Forever Christian Marriage and Relationship Podcast. We are here. Me, yes, we are. Christina Diva, and our host Yvonne. Yes, it has been a minute, but we are minute. back. We are yes. back at it. So we hope y'all have been well. We have been very. I don't like to use the term busy, Yvonne. I like to say productive. we've been very productive. Exactly. There we go. Yep, we've been very productive. Yes. We're not just you know ignoring you guys. We've actually you know. been. Um, been tied up in some other tasks yeah. or whatnot so it feels good to be back on with it you does. all and we got the instagram up you guys so whoo, i'm excited yeah. about that so <laughs> you guys you can follow us on making it last forever on instagram and i'm gonna plug it again at the end just so you guys can get there and we're still on facebook um we're going to be more interactive i know i'm going to be uh handling the instagram page and you know we'll be more interactive so you guys can come see us hang out with us ask put some questions in there um we have an email uh associated with uh the ig page so if you want to send emails with questions and stuff you know we're in this thing you guys so We've been productive. <laughs> yes. Make sure you reach out to us. Let us know what's on your mind. Let us know what you want to hear on the podcast yeah. because, you know, we want to make sure that we're sharing content that speaks to uh, your situation because yeah. we know that if you're going through a situation, you know, your situation is not just unique to you. There's tons of other women, other wives, other uh, women that, you know, look to be wives that mm-hmm. are, you know, going to experience that same situation so right make sure you reach out to us to share that information so we for the last two episodes have been talking about dating versus courting and breaking down what the difference is between the two if you have not heard the previous episodes make sure that you go back and you listen to them Um, I believe this is episode number three of the saga. I do believe. So I don't even know anymore. (laughs) Yes. I think this is episode number three of the saga. So um, yeah, today, well, in the previous episodes, we talked about, you know, spiritual life questions that you should ask, you know, at different stages of, uh, getting to know uh the the, the party the the man the hunk of meat <laughs> oh my god no, we started already <laughs> it's been a while since you guys have heard ready. that craziness so i just wanted to throw that out there but while you're you're getting you know you're entertaining this individual just questions that you should ask either at the dating stage or during the courting stage and uh all jokes aside Yvonne I believe we shared a lot of great knowledge um regarding you know what questions to just put out there from the jump especially in the dating stage so you don't make the mistake of transitioning to the courting stage with someone that ultimately if you were to go down the aisle and marry you know, you would be setting yourself up in your relationship up, I should say your marriage up for failure, uh, because there were things that you didn't ask on the front end that you're finding out now on the back end. And marriage, and we're going to talk about this in a different episode, Yvonne, I know, but marriage isn't just a, well, this didn't work out, see you later type of agreement. Not when it's a Christian marriage. Now, if you want to do things according to the the world, then Mm -hmm. yeah, but this is a Christian podcast. We say that all the time. 
Yeah. So when we go into marriage, we're going into it with longevity till death do us part. So that's the goal. You know, yeah. We're, we're sharing that knowledge of what to ask on the front end before you even get down the aisle. So Yvonne, let's go ahead and jump into this episode. Now we're going to be talking about natural life, yes. <laughs> natural life questions. Everyday life questions. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> while we are spiritually minded people and our spiritual, um, our spiritual life is the foundation of our natural life, meaning that right. we have to have a solid spiritual life and a relationship with God in order for our natural life to work. So now that we've got that out of the way, we need to talk about some tactical things, right? <laughs> some things right. that you, we need to make sure that this man knows or has established in the earth before you even think about saying I do. So um, we're going to play the same game we did as before. I know Yvonne no. doesn't like it, but no. we're going to do it. Nope, because so, she's going to answer some of these, you guys. I'm putting her on the spot <laughs> today because she got me all through, would you say, episode three or three of those? And with these questions, it's your turn now. I got those questions in front of me, and I'm gonna, we're going to do tit for tat for this thing here in the name of Jesus. Yes, we will. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. She always sets me up, y'all, man. You see how she does me? She always sets me up. Y'all should see us in everyday life, man. She be setting me up real good. Um, (laughs) And we don't even live in the same state, y'all. She's just full of foolishness all the time. Oh, my (laughs) God. She makes me laugh, though. I love her. I love my sister. Okay, go ahead. What's the questions? Okay. So this one is, and you you guys, when she gave me these questions, I laughed. She was like, these are questions we need to know. So I'm gonna just no, take it off the listen, No, listen, I'm gonna tell you guys, I'm not gonna share what was said, but I'm gonna share that <laughs> something prior to us getting on this podcast was shared by my husband. Mind you, I've been with this man for 20 years. He's been here for 10 oh years, gosh. as I said in previous episodes. He shared something with me I never knew about his past. And I told him, if you want to share that with me, you'd like to. <laughs> If you want to share that years ago, we would not be sitting here today because I would have been out the door. But so it's very important that we ask these questions, these natural oh questions. God. Because yes. as he was telling me the story, Sissy, I'm looking at him like, oh my God. <laughs> what i told him i said guess what i'm gonna make sure my daughter asks these questions for whoever she's thinking about entertaining before um before she even entertains and thinks about getting married because i was i was just shocked like really this is what you did so Mm -hmm. yes so these natural questions as i was saying they're very relevant so yeah so i'm about to ask what so one of the questions is um have you ever been to prison? So, sissy, why would you <laughs> ask? <laughs> I told you. Why would you? Why is that important to you? Now, I know this is important to me, but I just want you to just put your sugar and spice all over this question because you've done things to me for these past three episodes. So I'm giving you the floor with this question. There you go. Okay, so I w- that's interesting that you would start with this one because it's kind of a lie with what my husband <laughs> said to me. <laughs> and I'm wondering how he did not end up in prison, to be honest with you. But um, <laughs> oh so this is perfect. This is a perfect segue. So the reason that I need to know the answer to this question is because I need to know what type of character you have. 
So there are, you know, some situations that may happen in one's life where, you know, we all, none of us are perfect. All jokes aside, you know, everybody yeah. makes, you know, mistakes, things of that nature. So maybe something happened in your life that, you know, like, for example, um, there was a kid that I grew up with, um, his mother, his stepfather used to, you know, abuse his mother mm-hmm. and his brother ended up killing uh, their stepfather mm-hmm. one night when, you know, the stepfather was hitting on their mother. Mm-hmm. And so situations like that, I mean, do I, was his brother a stone cold killer before that? No, actually he wasn't. Uh, but, you know, sometimes people are pushed to the brink and, and, and they, you know, they snap. So yeah. I understand things happen, but there are also on the other side of the spectrum, people that just have exactly Yvonne they're just you know they're just career criminals and they have shaky past which is a that's a reflection of their character whether ladies we want to believe it or not if if a if a man just like with a woman has a pattern of behavior we can't ignore that and then we also want to know like I was just saying not only did you you go to prison but what did you go to prison for because mm-hmm. if he went to prison for let's say smuggling kilos of cocaine you know what i mean you need to make sure that you know that so when you get yourself tied up um mm-hmm. in, in a situation and you're married to this man you know yeah. you're not in a situation like the movie goodfellas where you're asking this guy like well, what do you serious? do yeah, and he question. says construction but he's got tons of money coming in that doesn't align with his occupation mm-hmm. so you don't want to get yourself, uh, I mean, as a Christian woman, I would hope mm-hmm. that you don't want to get yourself caught in the crossfire or something that could be de- detrimental to you. And, you know, if you guys decide to bring children to the relationship, yeah. exactly, mm-hmm. your children. Yep. No, and I also, I have to share this because this was just heartbreaking. I can't share it you know, it, the details in its entirety, because it was just too heartbreaking, Yvonne. But I was reading a new story today after I got off work about um, a young man who uh, not only uh, just brutally beat his girlfriend's 17 month old daughter, mm. but he uh, sexually abused her as well, in multiple mm. ways before he murdered her. Oh, and wow. the, uh, the, the gentleman had a prior history of assault and sexual assault. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me wonder if this woman knew about his past. And I don't know if she did or didn't, you know, I'm not to Mm -hmm. be throwing stones or, you know, casting judgment Mm -hmm. on her. But what I am saying, ladies, is if this woman didn't know this man's past because she never asked, that possibly contributed to the demise of her sweet baby girl and that's heartbreaking as a mother you know what I mean that Mm -hmm. no mother should have to carry around that type of guilt that if I would have just done my as we say in the um in the compliance world my due diligence I did my my you know probing my background what Mm -hmm. have you on this individual maybe this wouldn't have happened well yeah and we're in the the era you know of um technology right we're in this Mm -hmm. era and um getting the background check these days is so much easier compared to you know in the past so ladies let's use our resources um if you don't feel like he's being upfront and and honest 
um, paid a little little fee for his background check. You know Amen. what I mean? To to make sure he has no priors, sexual assaults, robberies, things like that. Because also to what my sissy was saying, you know, you never also when they're involved in that type of street life, who else they didn't burn in the past, which now is, and we all know, because we grew up from the hood too, you know, the person they're going to target next to you is the ones who are closest to you. Mm -hmm. So we have to make sure we protect ourselves. Um, So just do your due diligence and do the background checks. You know, if it's 1999, I don't know how much they are, but you know, it is, we spend money carelessly every day on minor things um and amazon you know i'm a serial amazon user and we probably all do just think of how much money we spent over a month or over a year what we use yeah uh, spend money on that we're not even using right now to whereas we can put that money to a background check and be safe so and you mentioning that you know depending on what that individual's individuals like lifestyle is you know mm-hmm. you becoming a target because they can't get to him Yvonne that actually happened a couple years back here in Minnesota on New Year's Eve with a young lady uh, had a lot of great things going on for her was a real estate agent beautiful woman had mm-hmm. you know kids you know she wasn't doing anything wrong mm-hmm. but because you know unfortunately the individual that she was um, uh, entertaining at the time was she just got caught in the crossfires of, mm-hmm. of, you know, what he had going on with someone else. And even outside of the whole, you know, you know, street life hood mentality, there was another story, Yvonne, that I heard that this woman was married to this man and he had a whole double life. Like he killed his mm. family. It was like oh, that wow. stepfather movie. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that. No, movie, I, but yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, the man had a whole double life where he basically changed his identity and everything. But, it, you know, because as you said, Yvonne, with technology more advanced and stuff, when mm-hmm. the family was murdered, they didn't have any clues back then because they just didn't have the technology to, um, you know, do the, the, the DNA sampling and all the things mm-hmm. that they have the ability to do now. Well, uh, you know, now down the line, they, they opened up this cold case and they found him. And I think it was in one of those ancestry things or whatever, where he mm. submitted his DNA to, you know, trace his family tree mm-hmm. and come to find out that this man, uh, he was living in California at the time or at, you know, most recently. And I think the crime happened in Michigan. But this man had got married, had kids, had grandkids all of that and they found this man and linked him back to killing his previous family back in like the um i think it was like the late 70s early 80s so late you just you just got to be careful that's all that's why i would ask that question about yeah no 100 percent um so another one of the questions on here is how is your relationship with your children's mother in what ways do you both co-parent okay so let me start by saying that first question ladies ask it during the dating stage don't wait to courting ask it during the dating stage yes ask for because you might hear some things and your antennas go off and you're like no that's something i don't want want to deal with yeah Mm. like my husband if he went to me that back then (laughs) i would have been like oh no i don't want no part of this (laughs) yeah i mean like i'm just serious i mean 
Yeah, Thank seriously. You. But he, praise God, he's saved, sanctified now, mm-hmm. filled with the Holy Ghost. And we can't say that for everybody. You know, we can't yeah. say that, you know, that's going to happen in your story because everyone's story is yeah. different. So, okay. So the second yeah. question. So what's my, what's the relationship with the child's mother? You said it says, how is your relationship with your children's mother? In what ways do you both co-parent? Um, so that's a two part question. So, um, okay. So I, I go ahead. I'm sorry. That first question. So let's do the first question um, first and we'll, you know, dive into sec- the second part of the question. Awesome. Okay. So of course I, I me personally, I want to know this during the dating stage Yep. because you know, if, if he says he has children, I think this is, this is an appropriate a question to ask because we understand, Ladies, let's not act like we don't know what's going on out here nowadays. Mm-hmm. There's still some men that have not been, quote unquote, with in a relationship with the mother of their children for mm-hmm. X amount of years. But because they have shared children, they feel like they always have an entry to go in there and do some bumping and grinding, whatever they feel yep. they need to. Let's yep. just be honest, you yep. know. And so by asking that question, you know, that is. And I'm and me personally, when I'm asking that question, I'm looking at your body language. I'm very, I'm yeah, listening okay. less about what you're saying and more yep. about what you're, how your body is tensing mm-hmm. up, how you're fidgeting, how you need to go smoke mm-hmm. a cigarette or whatever the case <laughs> may be, because I asked that question, um, because that's important to me because yeah. during the dating stage, as we've talked about in the last couple episodes, Yvonne, I, as a grown woman, we're not talking about someone that just wants to play the field. We're talking mm-hmm. about someone, a woman that wants to date and is dating with purpose. If you want to know what all that means, you need to go back and listen to the other episodes. Yes. But we're talking to women that want to date with purpose, with the goal of being a wife. Um, they know that the Lord put them on the earth to be a wife, and that's their goal. So yeah. I'm not going to play any games. I want to know if you still have feelings for the mother of your children, then, yep. you know, um, maybe go try to reconcile that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But especially depending on the age of the child. Exactly, Yvonne. Mm-hmm. So, I, but I'm not going to entertain you right now. You know what I'm saying? Until mm-hmm. you tie up those loose ends. Now, if he says that, you know, she's married and you know she's got another life, and you know we're just good friends or whatnot, mm-hmm. you know. All right, I, that's something I could d- you know deal with because there's a lot yeah. of healthy blended families out here too, right? But if yep. it sounds like that you still are got a flame burning for her or that, you know, she's paging. Look, how, oh, I just dated myself. I said paging, girl. <laughs> Ain't nobody. <laughs> I don't even think doctors got pages no more. <laughs> I know. Oh, Lord, help me. If she's still calling you all hours of the night, you know what I'm saying? And DMing no, I don't have time. For, That's a new thing Exactly. Now. Loving uh, all your photos on Facebook. I pay yep. attention to all that. Everything. I I don't have time for it. I really don't. Yes. And also too, um, that part, but is she crazy? The second part, like, cause that part, yeah. like, are you bumping and grinding? But the second part, is she crazy? Is she one of those baby mamas that's drama filled? She's calling you with all kind of craziness. You paying child support, but she still wants you to buy X, Y, Z because she didn't spend all her money on the club, you know, a, a couple weeks ago. And now she didn't, used all the baby's milk money and now she's coming up from you telling me you don't take care of your kids and stuff like that ladies we also have to be weary of that to make sure like if we don't want any unnecessary drama in our lives and so he's able to get that under control um we don't need to be a third party to that because all that's going to do is infringe on what you and him are trying to do because you can't 
have, um, in my view anyway, in my view anyway, um, a successful relationship if he's constantly dealing with the past. That's true. That's so true. That's so good. That's He's got a title he sets up. Yeah. He cannot, none of us, none of us can move forward and we're still yep. holding on to the past because yep. all we're going to do is we're going to bring in baggage into our, mm-hmm. you know, into what's new. And the Bible is very clear that you cannot pour new wine into it's old wine old skins wine. or you're going to, the wine skins are going to burst yep. and no, you can't pour old wine in new wine it's skin. Wine Otherwise skin. the wine it's skills gonna are going to bust and you're going to lose mm-hmm. the wine in the wine skins. So, yep. um, yeah, we you you can't do that. And Yvonne, I'm glad that you brought up the crazy part because also there are some women that and it's awful, but it's true, right? It it, it ain't right, but it's right. Um, yep. they don't want to see the father of their children happy with no. someone else, so they because use their children as them. pawns. You know yep. what I mean? To stop the child or children from seeing their father just because their father has moved on. Mm-hmm. And I definitely, you know, obviously this man, he doesn't deserve to be single for the rest of his life just because his, right. his the mother of his child wants to play these games and use his children as pawns. But mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to be the one to get into that. You know what I mean? Right. To, to be the reason that a man can't see his children. Like you said, Yvonne, I just don't have time for the drama. No, I don't either. Um, so ladies, for, for me anyway, it, you know, one thing about my husband said, you know, once I decided to like, we were going to make it official, his crazy behind, he all sang a song and everything. It was crazy. But once we made it official, one of the things that I did like about him, and this is just, this is my preference, but even though he was, you know, 19 at the time, and believe me, I knew a whole bunch of 19 year olds with children. One of the things that I liked that he did not have children. Mm-hmm. Um, because I couldn't see myself. And like I said, it's my preference. It's nothing against people who are blended families because they work. But I know for me, I didn't want, I didn't want to deal with that. I didn't want to deal with sharing in a new relationship. If I'm honest, I no. didn't want to. Yeah. I, I didn't want to deal with the sharing in a new relationship. So um, think about that too, ladies. If you guys are, if you, if you ask them, you know, if you have children and things like that, he says, yes, you, you have a hundred percent, uh, your choice. If you want to pursue someone who doesn't have kids, because that's just not, you know, you're not willing to share at that time. And that's okay too. Absolutely. It is. I had that. I was the same way. I was the absolute same way. Now, when I was, you know, in my sin, because I was, you know, what I'm saying just kind of playing mm-hmm. the field that didn't matter to me because I wasn't planning on getting serious about you anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I really started taking my life seriously, mm-hmm. as I got older, that was a huge factor for me when I, you know, thought about possibly starting a family mm-hmm. that I didn't want anyone with kids already. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and, and as you said, Ivana, I love that you said that. That's all right that's preference and also ladies it's important that you know yourself you know what you're willing to put up with uh, aside from you know a man having children or whatever but does he smoke you know what I mean like cigarettes you know does he Mm -hmm. you know does he yell does he whatever you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. you have to know that about yourself which you're willing to tolerate and which you're not willing to tolerate because that's going to help the dating process it's going to help expedite the dating process and to that 
uh, courting stage, which mm-hmm. ultimately will lead to a successful Christian marriage. But you got to right. know yourself first. Yeah, you ha- absolutely. Now, uh, if he has grown children, hey, you ain't got to deal with the baby mama because his kids is 23, 24 and 25 years old. Go ahead, have it. No, <laughs> but no, but no, we even have to talk about that because, you know, it was funny when you were when you asked this question. I thought about other questions like, you know, what type of relationship do you have with your children? Because I think about um, I was reading. A, I wasn't really reading the article. I, I just kind of came across it. But uh, 50 Cent's son, the rapper 50 Cent, his son came out. I think it sounds like mm-hmm. in his early 20s or whatever. said, I'll pay you 60000 or whatever, however amount of money mm-hmm. to have, you know, spend a, a day with me. And mm-hmm. 50 Cent's response was that, you know, you're 20 something years old, pretty much grow up. And I was like, God, that's kind of, you know, harsh. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. I don't even know what their relationship is or anything like that. Well, that's but... the one he doesn't have the relationship with. It's been an ongoing thing. You probably don't know about it, but him and this son has been an ongoing thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, that's exactly my point, Sissy. Like, as a woman, especially if you're an older woman, you're like in your your 40s, 50s, like you said, Mm -hmm. Yvonne, their kids are grown. I want to know what type of relationship you have with your kids, because I don't want the drama, too. I don't want, you know, the. I just when you get a certain age. I love it. My bishop always says this. You just you don't have time. You know what you don't have time for. And if a person doesn't have a good relationship with their kids, Maybe you need to work on that, but not me. You don't need to be bringing me into the mix of you trying to work on, yeah. you know, relationship with your kids. And then that also led me to think about Yvonne. And I don't even know if this is on our question list, but what type of relationship do you have with your mother? Because that is a huge one for I, me I think as we well. covered that in dating versus core. I think it was last, I think it was the, I don't know, because I know we recorded one and we dropped one. But one of the ones when we we were saying, like, um, how does the triggers, you know, if he's angry, things like that, how he treat his mom. Um, so, yeah, we kind of went a high level overview of that. Yeah. Yeah. But beyond the triggers, though, like, do you have for one, do you have a good relationship with your mom? Because if you're calling your mom all out of her name and stuff like that, you don't call her, you don't go see her. You know, I always say that the uh, the way a man treats his mother sets the stage for how he's going to treat his wife. I've always believed that, Sissy. If a man respects his mother, that means he respects women, period. But in my history of entertaining different flavors, I used to call them of the week, <laughs> you know, when I was in my sin, I noticed that pattern of behavior that the, the those that I was entertaining that did not have good relationships with their mother, those were the ones that right away I knew this is not, this is just for fun. It's not going to last long because you don't know how to talk to me or respect me as a woman. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I have to constantly correct you and teach you how to treat me. You know what I mean? And yeah, because you don't, you don't have that. You don't have that, um, that level of respect for women. So some men just don't have it. And, mm-hmm. and, and for me, I've noticed it always starts with how they treat their mother. But then also on the flip side, I also want to know what type of relationship you have with your mother because, you know, I, I hate making all these references, but when I think about that movie, Think Like a Man, I don't know if you ladies have seen that movie, but there was the one couple where, uh, um, you know, he, yeah, he was a mama's boy and his mama was like still pretty much washing his drawers and, you know, doing all this other stuff. And he didn't know how to separate his 
relationship with his mother and his relationship with his woman. And when they got ready to be married, and I believe the second one, his mother had to learn and he had to, you know, try to tell, he had to kind of tell his mother she had to take a back seat now because Mm -hmm. now she's the number one woman in his life. Mm -hmm. But if a man doesn't know how to do that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't, as a woman, and I'm sure you can attest to this as well, Yvonne, I don't yeah. like playing second best to nobody. You know what I'm saying? As far as uh, in my man's life, mm-hmm. I'm not going to play second best to nobody. I will respect your mom. That will always be your mom. You know, mm-hmm. I will love her. But I, if I'm going to be your wife, I'm going to be your wife. And if I feel like I have to compete between, you know, your you mom, your mom? Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Because I won't do he's it. putting me in a situation, you know, because he is not... uh having the backbone to set the boundary because mm-hmm. it, it it is up to the man to set the boundary between the man and the wife I mean the uh, said the man and the wife the wife and the mother you know mom mm-hmm. I love you da, da 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 this is my wife um one thing about yeah. my mother-in-law like she she's always been amazing um what our air had went out uh in August and um yeah, it was August. Yeah, in August. And we had to thug it out in the heat <laughs> in Texas. Hot. Um, and so Tuesday, today, fixed the air. And she texts me. And she was like, I was just calling to check on you, whatever. And I was like, yeah, we, we thugging it out like we always do. And she said, that's the one thing I love about y'all. He said, when it hits the fan, y'all stick together. She's never made me feel like I had to compete with mm-hmm. her at all. So I will always respect um, my mother-in-law because she never made me feel like I had to play up one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, and my husband always put me first too, you know, but he didn't have to, it wasn't like a choice where he had to, it just kind of was like, you know, second nature to him. It, it just happened. And our relationship well, is awesome. And But there's a lot of um, marriages where it's not like that, you know? Well, yeah, and it puts it for you're right. Your mother in law is absolutely awesome. I love her so much. <laughs> but, um, but you know, but that shows the type of character a woman that she is. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? What type of character she has is just mm-hmm. absolutely amazing where she allows her son, she allowed her son to be a man. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And not a little boy. And yeah. that's the difference because. I don't know why I keep making all these references tonight, but they keep popping <laughs> up in my head. But I think about that K. Michelle song. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can't raise a man. Mm-hmm. That song, if you listen to the lyrics of it, ladies, it has so much weight to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when a mother doesn't allow her sons to grow into men and she continues to cater to them as if they're mm-hmm. little boys, mm-hmm. that's where you get that conflict, ladies, mm-hmm. that, you know, you, that, you know, where mothers don't want to, um, to know their place. I'm just going to keep it 100. They don't want to know their place because they think in a sense that they are their son's, you know, woman Mm -hmm. in in, in their son's life. Mm -hmm. And as a a mother with two teenage sons, well, one's about to be 20 in like less than six months, Mm -hmm. but with two young men, sissy, I think about that all the time because I was telling my husband, I said, I wish they would bring a floozy up in here. You know what I'm saying? That that ain't gonna fly with me. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, when it is time, 
I too am going to have to take that backseat mm-hmm. and let them be men. And they're going to yeah. have that one woman in their life that's going to be above me. And I don't even know how I feel about that yet, but I'm prepared. <laughs> Yeah, because you're a little crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm preparing myself for that mentally because as a mother, I understand, you know, those are yeah. my baby boys. Yeah. But at the same time, as a woman, I know I have to allow them to be men mm-hmm. um, because I know I wouldn't want to be the receiving on the receiving end. Yeah. Of, of, me, of me, of yeah, me, of you, yes, and you know, <laughs> it's so funny you said that because when my son, you know, brought his girlfriend around, and I think it's three years, um, is it three years? Three years they've been together, I think, um, I know there were anniversaries in February, so maybe it's about to be three years, um, but when my son brought you know, his girlfriend around because my son never brings me just anybody. You know, he always brings me. I met two girlfriends um, that he was serious about. And he it was one when he was in high school and the other was who he's with now. Um, and those this has been years difference. Like he was 16 when I met the first girlfriend. Of course, they're just teenagers or whatever. But then 16 until he hit, you know, 20 I never met anybody else again because he said I, he said mama I ain't gonna just bring you anybody um, and that's awesome I love yeah that. and so when me and her talked you know I, I told her and this is just you know I said because my mother-in-law set the path of how she handled me I know I now know how to handle you you know what I mean because mm-hmm. like you said she didn't make me feel on the receiving end, like we were competing, like it was either me or her or whatever. So she kind of showed me the way how to handle when my son, you know, has a serious relationship. And I think that's why me and her, my son's girlfriend has an awesome relationship to this day, because I allowed her to now they're not married yet. Um, I say yet because they had like an old married couple. Baby sleep by 9.30. And I know this is a Christian podcast. My son lives his own life, you guys. But um, they be in bed at like 9.30. You know what I mean? And um, she's a good, she, she takes care of my son. Not in coddling, things like that. But when he's going through stuff, she knows how to talk him down. Like mm-hmm. my son can get a little hot-headed sometimes. But she knows how to talk him down. She gives him a different perspective to look at. When I was at his house the other day, he created a vision board and there was a Bible verse on there. And I said, oh, look at my son. He put a Bible verse on there. And she was like, I told him he has all these pictures up here, but he has nothing spiritual. And she said, I told him to put that up there. So it's like she has his back. So I'm like, oh, thank you, Jesus, for not sending him nobody crazy. You know what I mean? And she, she prays for him. So she says she prays for him and she, she sees, you know, where they can go. So like I said, I ain't married yet. I'm speaking into existence because she would be a good wife for him because you're supposed to um, nurture each other on both sides. Even for him, when I first met her, she was so shy and she was so timid and she really didn't have a voice but being with my son and you know Xavier you have to have a voice with him she has kind of an edge to her now he gave her that's part of what he gave her so you gotta let 
them find their way in their relationships. A mother cannot be constantly in the middle of their relationship and they have to nurture that. So mamas, don't coddle your babies. I'm just going to put it, especially your sons. Don't, don't Yeah, do because you're going to create a grown man that you as a woman would want to steer clear of. Yep. So don't Girl, create your son as a somebody. <laughs> yeah, don't create your son, son as somebody that you would steer you clear of. You don't even want. Oh, yeah, that is so, good, girl. Yeah, so that that that's that's very important. But so going back to this, so going back, you know, asking what type of relationship, you know, he has with the his um the the mother of his children, asking, you know, what type of relationship he has with his own mother. If he has adult mm-hmm. children, asking what type of relationship that he has with his adult children. These are mm-hmm. all questions that I would ask yeah. definitely during, during the, dating the dating stage mm-hmm. because they're all very important to be. And then when you're talking about children, and if they're little children, we kind of touched on it a little bit. I won't go too much more into it, but you know, what ways do you co-parent? Because if the, if the man has a good relationship, a, a very, you know, platonic, not sexual relationship with the mm-hmm. mother of his child and their, you know, good co-parenters and things like that. That's mm-hmm. what's going to make that blended family work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not a, you know, huge follower of the the Smiths, Jada Pickett, all the, you know, but one thing, Joshua, one thing that I hear you laughing over there, one thing I will say that I have noticed from just kind of the different uh, blogs that I've read about them is that they have a, a pretty decent yeah. uh, co-parenting right. style. Mm-hmm. So um, in blended family. We talked this Tuesday and they were talking about you know, their blended family and how they had to work through um, their stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, like and you it's, said, it, it took two mature adults, you know. That's and that's the thing right there. Like, it could work, but it definitely takes maturity. Mm-hmm. And it takes all parties to be mm-hmm. mature. Not mm-hmm. two if there's three involved. <laughs> it takes how all would three you parties. feel, though, and this is just a question, how would you feel, though, with the ex-wife mother of the children going on vacations would you be okay with that we're not going to get into that Yvonne no we're not doing that today (laughs) we're not because I don't want to be no I don't want to be long-winded because I also believe in (laughs) boundaries right yeah and Mm -hmm. so that we're not doing that okay we're not going to be doing that there ain't going to be no Big, I just no. had to ask. I just had unless, to ask. unless you know that if if the other party is also married, the the parent, the co-parent, mm-hmm. if they're also married or whatever, um, yeah, okay, let's bring you know blended families together. Let's do it like that. But this ain't gonna be no third wheel type of <laughs> no, no. You know, you already know my answer to that. That's to say we're not doing this. Okay, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna set me up on this podcast, okay? Because you already know me, okay? There ain't gonna be none of that. <laughs> I don't know what they. Okay, we're not gonna get into the whole pineapple, okay. girl. Okay, 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 we're not gonna get it. Okay, okay. But no, one thing I want to talk about though, because we we went into the question of you know asking him what type of relationship does he have with the mother of his children if he has children out you know side of you know mm-hmm. your relationship or whatever but mm-hmm. um let's talk about you know asking him if he even wants children that's, because that be the number one question yes because 
you know, women, regardless of what age you are, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, you know, 40s, 50s nowadays, you know what I'm saying? Women are mm-hmm. getting older and popping out babies, you know, like it's nothing nowadays. And it was like 50. Yeah. And so if you don't have any children and maybe you don't want children, mm-hmm. you need or maybe you do want children, you need mm-hmm. to get that out right away to see yeah. whether or not um the party that you're entertaining is on the same page mm-hmm. because I've seen that happen Yvonne where I have to women go into relationships and they want children mm-hmm. and the man is so focused on you know his career and his business and things that he's got going on which is fine but mm-hmm. because they didn't fit, realize they were not on the same page to begin with, mm-hmm. now they're in a marriage and a, the the woman is a, wanting a child. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And she's not she's not able to get that from her husband. And it just mm-hmm. it's an awful position to be in. Or women who, you know, the men told them that they don't want any children, but she believes that she can change his mind once they're married. Um, they set their stuff up for failure too, because I know Please a couple don't do that, done that. Don't do that because if he's genuinely saying that he doesn't want to have children and he was honest enough to tell you in the beginning, then you have to understand that you can't make him do anything that he set his mind, you know, on. Because if this, the the situation was reversed. And you told him you didn't want to have children. And then he's trying to force you into having them. You'll be like, it's my body. I'm not, I can do what I want to do, which is true. But you don't want that to be the same, you know, thing that you're doing to a man or whatever. That's right. Um, I agree with so that. So he has his options too. You know, he, if he doesn't want any, there's some men who, who work hard and, you know, they want to retire and, travel the world and all kind of stuff and they want some uh, woman that's like that on that same level with them where they don't have to come back and have to worry about you know changing diapers they can come and go when they when they please Mm -hmm. and that should be respected that should be respected because and vice versa because there's women that also don't want children and there's men that want children some men Mm -hmm. want a football field that's another question you need to ask you know (sighs) what you you want children you want one two or ten you know what I mean that's important Mm -hmm. and the number of course may change as you guys marry and you know start your family you may think you want ten and you decide to choose enough or you say you have two and you decide that you know you want a bigger family if your Mm -hmm. finances can afford it that's fine but at least yeah at least get it out there that was it Mm -hmm. I could Man. not. I knew my. I knew my limitations. That's what when you know, you know. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad that my husband was the same way because in our heads, we already knew two was two was the top. Like that mm-hmm. was it. They ain't no lumping over. They pouring out and uh, uh-uh. that was it. Um, because we wanted to be able to. And this is just. I love how sometimes we're on the same level that we just wanted just to have a a, a nice comfort a comfortable family you know mm-hmm. um and that's okay you know you I, you popping them out like weeds <laughs> who me yeah. i only have one more than you what are you talking about <laughs> no but you know truthfully like it, but that's me here that's a perfect I guess segue um, <laughs> into what i was thinking like um initially i didn't want any children 
And my husband, he didn't know that until after we had our first one. And Mm -hmm. I told him, I said, you know, I didn't, I never thought I'd have children. I just, I didn't Mm -hmm. see myself. I didn't see myself being married either. We talked about that one episode, but I'm not going to get into that. But um, I just, I told him, I said, I didn't think I, I I didn't want any children. And Mm -hmm. so as we had the one and we began to just continue to grow in our relationship or whatnot, um, then I seen myself having more with him because I knew I could trust him as that partner, Mm -hmm. as the father of my children. Now, if he was somebody that was going to be in and out and, you know, uh, fooling around with different women and Mm -hmm. not holding a steady job and things like that, that's what I knew I also didn't want either. Me too. You know what I mean? And I'm not a woman with, and this is not saying anything about homemakers and things like that. Shout out to the homemakers because it's a lot of work. But I'm not one to just sit around and wait on a man to hand me anything. I've never been like that with or without children. And Mm -hmm. so I knew regardless of whatever, you know, I was going to take care of my children, but that I didn't want to also be a single parent. Yeah. So I, you know, once it was, I don't want to say the the coast was clear, but what I felt that in my spirit that Mm -hmm. it was okay to grow a family with this man, Mm -hmm. then, you know, that's when I realized that I wanted, you know, a a family, not a huge family, but again, Mm -hmm. it's everyone's preference, whether you want Mm -hmm. one, two, five, seven, eight, hundred, I don't know. Um, long as your body can handle it, your pockets can handle it. It's all on you, but it's good to get it out though ahead of time because mm-hmm. again to your point Yvonne you don't want to get into a relationship and you know maybe you want kids and he he doesn't and he lets mm-hmm. you know from the jump but then you try to persuade him into having children and maybe he does right. keep your child but then essentially you're in a marriage still raising a baby alone yeah because because also he told too, you he didn't want it yeah and we all know too that you know we can go we can all go into parenthood with good intentions thinking like we're going to be this big happy family we're going to raise these kids and things happen and we split up and things like that um and you just got to be in prayer too because mm-hmm. i think and we're going to talk about this um uh later on but when is it where we're just able to walk out on our families because of, you know, either we're just not happy or you can't do these type of things And I'm not going to say, because like I said, we're going to kind of jump into something like that. I'm like, you're, and I'm not telling anyone to settle, but the way that my mind works, and this is just me, is if I'm making a choice to bring life into this world, And if I'm capable of holding my family together and I have a partner who is willing to work too, because it does take two to work, you know, to make and figure some things out through the good, the bad and everything, I'm going to try to make it work to the best of my abilities so they don't have to, you know, grow up in a broken home, but also an unhappy home. And that's, because, that's real because that, yeah. that affects children. That yes. absolutely affects children yes. in, in various ways. It, yes. it 100% does. And I know you said that we're going to touch on that. But yeah, we're, we're that whole, um, the wholeness in the marriage piece mm-hmm. and not just, you know, and making the tools to make it, you know, work. You have to want to make it work. But we're not going to get into that right now because, yeah. you know, we will. But yeah, we, will. Yeah. We, we are going to talk about that because that is important, you know, 
what do you know the tools to try to make your marriage work and mm-hmm. just not walk away from it so make sure ladies we talked a lot about the children because that is so 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 yeah. important make mm-hmm. sure you ask those questions from the jump also Yvonne, what's the next question? I, I there's a couple that I I see on our list that I, I think we should x off, but I yeah, want to do the, doing t- the ones that kind of segue into each other. Like I have one, you know, how many different women do you have children by? We kind of went into that. Yeah, you know, definitely ask a question, but he's gonna mama. he's gonna spill that once you ask what type of relationship <laughs> he has with the mother of his children because he if he starts naming off like baby well, mama, well, we got three what yo baby mama what. Like, well, yeah. like, well, Tisha, I got this relationship, but with Samantha, I got, but well, hold on, wait a minute. You know, you just let them talk, though, ladies. You see how many women's names come out of his mouth. And you'd be like, one, two, three, four. Yeah, he'll tell you all yeah. of it. And he's like, the other one, you know, I'm like, okay, so we up the phone now. So, um, yeah, because if we have a Nick Cannon situation going on, I got to be out. Like, no. you're not going to have me in your compound. Absolutely not. That's, we, we definitely are not going to talk about that because, ladies, no, this is a Christian marriage and relationship. I'm just saying, process. if he we already not, got nine kids, we're not oh, doing messy. Lord, we don't. Like, as Christian women, we are we are supposed to be uh, striving to be Proverbs 31 women. And yeah. some women may not like to hear that, but it is the absolute mm. truth. We have a, a sense of a standard and excellence and integrity yeah. about ourselves. Integrity. We don't just yep. settle for anything. Well, we yep. did in our old life. The Bible said he washed all that away. Yep. As Christian women, we have a fact. Yes, we have mm-hmm. a higher standard now and a higher bar that we've set. And we are not apologizing for that at all. Oh, no. Um, Yvonne, I want to get into the question because I want to add or uh, tie these together. What okay. do you do for a living? What does your vision for your life look like? And mm. what are you most passionate about in life? That's and a good I one. feel like that these type of, well, the first thing, what do you do for a living? That's going to be asked in the dating stage for me because we kind of touched on this. We talked about the whole prison thing. Mm. I need to know how you're making your money. Is it legit? Am I going to have to worry about the feds coming through my door or your rival mm-hmm. drug dealers or mm-hmm. uh, you trafficking women or, um, mm-hmm. you know, arms dealing yeah. or all that other here. illegal illicit stuff that's mm-hmm. going on out here, uh, Ponzi really schemes, here. fake mm-hmm. corporations. I need yeah. to know all of that. You know what I mean? I need to know what you're doing for a living. Um, do you need to be making a hundred grand a year? I'm not necessarily necessarily saying that, but. I need to know what you do for a living. Are you doing nothing? <laughs> I need to know yeah. that too. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, Are you still living that... with your mother and she's yes. taking care of you? Like we can do those type of things and we're grown, you guys. Yeah, we can't. We just can't. We can't. The things that we did when we were children, the Bible says when I was a child, I walked like a child. I talk, you know, talk like a child. I did things of a child. But when I became a man, the Bible says, but that means human. I put away my childish ways. I, I'm not going to be doing the things that I was doing when I was young and immature and without wisdom. We yeah. need to know what a man does, because also the Bible says that a husband is the head of his household. He yep. is the one. A father means provide. That's the definition of father. So if this man's going to be the head of the family, if he's going to be the father of your children, he needs to be able to provide. Yvonne, yeah. you know, your husband, he gets up, he goes to work every day. He makes sure his family keeps a roof over their head, your head. Mm-hmm. You work it too, praise hours. God or whatever, mm-hmm. but he does what he's supposed to do as a man. Yeah. My husband, he'll put on them steel toes, wake up at the crack of dawn. He go to work. He handle his business, do what he needs to do. I even know friends or other sisters, things like that, that maybe, you know, one can say, well, my, you know, what if he's got a felony and things like that? I know 
people whose husbands have felonies because like I said everybody makes mistakes we talked Mm -hmm. about that earlier but Mm -hmm. they didn't let that stop them from changing their lives and moving forward and getting on a good grind a a legal Mm -hmm. grind and providing for their families so nowadays sissy what I'm trying to say is there is no excuse whatsoever for a man not to be bringing in some type of income legal income absolutely no excuse for me yeah especially if we're talking about you know because like I said we're not talking about the world we're talking about you know our Christian brothers and you know God is always going to provide for us. So Amen. as long as if you have a, a a man who's dating, who's rooted in the word of God, and he knows who his provider is, and he knows where all things come from, you know, he's always going to be, he should be always pushing for, even when the world knocks him down because, mm-hmm. Lord, that wasn't for me. So I know when you close that door, you're about to open up a window somewhere. You want a man who's always going to look at a different perspective and not be like, woe is me, even though we have those days when we feel beat down you want a a a partner a husband to where is all right lord i see what's going on you know show me a different way you know the lord did my steer him from something that he doesn't even you know know mm-hmm. like he has the gifts to do that until the lord opens up that door because where i am now and i'm just speaking on myself where i am now i Nobody but the Lord opened up these doors for me to be in the position that I am now because I didn't. I I don't have the schooling for it. I wasn't even in the trade for what I was doing. He went ahead and just opened promotion. Open here you go. Here you go. Here you go. So, ladies and my brothers out there, don't when the world says no or stop or close the door. Poof. We don't. We don't go by their rules. We, nope, we go I don't for live what's by the government. Nope, we don't live by that. We live by what the word says. And the Lord says, whatever I have for you, you're going to get. And it Amen. might take a little longer. Our time is not his time, as we all know. But he mm-hmm. will always provide. And you'd be like, you know, Lord, that was right on time. I didn't know how I was going to figure it out. I didn't know how I was going to make the rip money. But you went ahead and opened up this door for me. Or the door was closed, but you opened up the window. And there was something provided so, for me and my family. So... That's you need a man that's rooted in the word. So when the world throws at him a whole bunch of no's, he knows they knows don't mean nothing. Amen. And I have to remind my husband of that constantly. And you know, the Holy Spirit dropped this in my spirit, I believe just today. You don't have to compete for what's nope. already promised for you in your destiny. Yep. Yep. You know, we never, as believers, as Yvonne said it so perfectly, we never have to compete. Mm-mm. for what's promised for us in our destiny yep. we just have to have, we just have to have faith to believe it and receive yep. it so i love how you broke that out down now when we talk about what does the vision for your life look like what are you most passionate about in life mm-hmm. i for me for me yvonne i would ask that more in the courting stage because now i'm mm-hmm. i'm i'm wanting to get to know you more on a deeper mm-hmm. level i want to know you know who you are like what are your desires what are your passions what are your because a man you know and especially our black men I'm just going to say it Yvonne Mm -hmm. our black men have been you know kicked down beat down in so many different ways by society Mm -hmm. and you know maybe right now like I said you know I know um, one my brother-in-law you know coming out coming out of prison may have a felony whatever you know I'm saying trying to get their life in order how hard it can be much harder Mm -hmm. it can be for a black man let's just keep it 100 and Mm -hmm. so they may be in a job or whatever right now where they know that's not where they're going to stay this is just where I'm at right now but this is not where I see myself forever and when you begin to ask a man 
about, you know, his aspirations, his visions, where he wants to, where he sees himself. You were just talking about that, Yvonne, with your son, how he was building that vision board. That is so important. The Bible says, uh, when you lack vision, you perish. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? When you lack vision, you have no direction for your life. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, a, a man with a vision, I rather have a man with a vision that's striving to become something mm-hmm. than a man with a whole bunch of empty promises that yeah. is striving to do nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that would be those would be because those would be questions I'd ask in the courting stage. Mm-hmm. No, just to I, see where yeah. his heart's at. Yeah, also too, like he doesn't have to match my drive, but like you said, what is what what's what 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 is your purpose? Because like we said, the we are all here and the Lord gave us all these spiritual gifts, right? And how are you utilizing what the Lord gave you? Um, and we all know it's in a, some, it, in a somewhere, you know, and we have to make sure we are either cir- provide ourselves with a circle of people who are able to bring notes out of us. Kind of like we said, I'd rather sit at the table with, you know, the CEOs and write notes, you know, try to figure out how to build a business up, you know what I mean? With people who are going somewhere, um, than to sit around a bunch of people talking about the gossip of the day. You can miss Mm -hmm. me with all that, you know what I mean? Um, And also for, for a woman with a man with a vision, able to be supportive of said vision you know what I mean if he's trusting you and he's telling you what he's passionate about and he's telling you his vision or whatever what are you going to do as his significant other in courting and soon to be engaged in his fiance to wife to support that now That's that right. doesn't mean you have to be hands on deck but when you know he's feeling um discouraged yes mm-hmm. that's the word discourage whatever pour into yeah. him yeah you know let him know at the beginning babe remember when you were so passionate about it and i seen this in you and you had mm-hmm. all these different plans and stuff pull him back up you know what i that's mean right. and, and that's right that's what a wife does focus. yes we're gonna really get focus. into this whole wife thing because so many people <laughs> want to be a wife but they have no clue what goes on behind the scenes sissy like you said, you know those times where we got to be his biggest cheerleader. Yep. Like, you know what? Yes. Like you just said, do you remember when you had fire about this? Remember mm-hmm. when you were so passionate about this? Reminding mm-hmm. them of the why. Like, yes, that is, oh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah, because that's they so have good. their moments too, you know, where they mm-hmm. where they get down in the dumps and they might see, because as women, we're, God made us some special creatures, not to take anything from my brothers or whatever, but us women, he's created us in such a way, sometimes we can get something and we can just take off, you know, on it, mm-hmm. and, and we be going and going, and, you know, we're great multitaskers, where we can do this over here, this over here, this, and we can continue to go, um, and so I think he, maybe he gave us a little extra to pour inside of the man. <laughs> well, no, that's why we were created from the man's rib. Yeah, he gave us a little extra to pour inside the man because when I'm looking at myself and it's like I can, the hats that I wear as a mom and a wife and stuff, and this is not taking anything from my husband because he's an awesome provider. He's an awesome man and he's growing into his own right. Um, I can do multiple things before I feel like I'm burned out. You know what I mean? And I don't know. And I feel like when he well, gets you, into that situation, I can also still pour into him, even though 
I'm I'm trying to make it make sense, even though I have all no, these I know things going on. You know what? Yeah. I say it this way. This is how I tell my husband. Until you've had a baby grow inside of you, <laughs> we'll never be on the same level. <laughs> <laughs> you got to push out a whole human being. Yeah. <laughs> but not even the, the pushing it part, though, but the whole caring. Think mm-hmm. about that. And I don't want us to deviate you know, from our, our lesson because I know our time's almost up. But just think, Yvonne, you carry two, two human beings in your body for nine yeah. months. Mm-hmm. That is amazing if you think about it. When I look at my three kids, I'd be like, y'all was like really inside my body. Like yeah. for nine months, you were inside my body. Everywhere I went, you went. Mm-hmm. Everything I ate, you ate. Everything I drank, you drank. You said so, mm-hmm. you were with me. You almost like God. Everywhere I went, when I thought I was like in my own <laughs> intimate moments, you were right there with me. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> And so I tell my husband that I'm like, until you've had, you know, a little human being inside your body, we'll never be on the same level. So I just a say, man will never feel that. No, no, <laughs> I just have to say, women, we are just amazing beings. God mm-hmm. created us to be such amazing beings. And like you said, not taking nothing away from a man, because I don't know about no other woman. I need my husband. I need mm-hmm. my husband to tell me he loves me, mm-hmm. to hold me, to be, like you I said, that comforter, hug. to mm-hmm. be my biggest cheerleader, mm-hmm. to be that person to remind me of my why, to be my mm-hmm. co-parent, my partner. You know, all, yeah. I need my husband. Yeah. I ain't going, I don't know about all these other no. women out here. Yeah, who I need I my husband. I need mine too, because I felt when he holds me, I feel safe. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a certain thing when he covers me. Like, ladies, and my, my, my married ladies, you know, when your husband hugs you, there's a covering that happens. Like, there I is. know he will not let anything in his power happen to me. Amen. And, and I feel that. There. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's I feel that with my there. husband, too. Yeah. When it comes to me and his children, I feel mm-hmm. safe. And that's, again, obviously, he's not God. They're not God. But for mm-hmm. me, I feel like that's God on earth for me because I know yeah. God would never let anything happen to me. He's mm-hmm. covering me. You know, he's covering my children. But mm-hmm. I feel like God has put my husband here in the natural. Again, mm-hmm. father provider yeah they both carry that same title our father in heaven and our husbands who are the father of our children whether they be their biological children stepchildren what have you yeah that they they hold the same rank and title you know what Mm -hmm. i mean as far as that covering and that shelter so but yvonne the last segment of questions that i want to get into and these are going to be the more heavier ones but we need to get into these questions as i want to talk about the sexual health and relationship piece of it because I feel like that going into relationships these are questions that we do not ask I know that I didn't ask these questions uh going into the different relationships that I went into uh Yvonne I'm sure you didn't ask these questions because we don't think to ask them and sometimes we're even embarrassed to ask them because Mm -hmm. we don't want that person to uh feel um a certain type of way, embarrassed, ashamed, mm-hmm. uh, you know, wondering if there's something going on with us while we're asking these questions. Like, yeah. but I think again, we're talking about mature adults. We're not talking mm-hmm. about children. We're talking about mature adults. And I'm even teaching kind my own teenage children to have these conversations with, you know, people mm-hmm. before they're thinking about, you know, marrying them and being you know, becoming sexually involved with them because mm-hmm. there are a lot of things out here today. There's a lot yeah. of 
um, you know, diseases, yeah. things like that out here today that people have to be very, very careful of. And let me just say this. Mm-hmm. These questions are not to stigmatize anyone that could mm-hmm. be dealing with uh, a chronic illness, uh, incurable illness, or has had, you know, some type of, that is not what this is about. But this is about, again, making sure that you're setting your relationship up for success by being honest from the jump Mm -hmm. about maybe, you know, allowing him to be honest about what he's got going on. And then Mm -hmm. also for you to be honest about what you got going on, right? If you have something going on. So I want to talk about the first question. You know, for me, uh, I would ask, and maybe other women, you wouldn't ask this, but especially today, are you bisexual or bi-curious? And a man might be like, well, what are you talking about? Are you, Mm -hmm. okay, I am not trying to offend you, but Mm -hmm. I need to know, have you ever been sexually active with any other men? Because Mm -hmm. if you, if you have an interest in men, you know, for one, I think you should be saved or because if you are saved, because now we're talking about a Christian man, you know, we've already established that he's a Christian or whatever, Yeah. but now we're talking about a Christian man. So if you're a Christian man and you think it's okay to be bisexual and have sex mm-hmm. with men, um, I'm happy. Uh, you need the exit left. <laughs> For real, I'm yeah. just going to be 100% yeah. straight with you. You need the exit left because as a Christian man, you should know that's not okay. Point blank period. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah, and up. also to yeah, that too. And then also, you know, you you if you're not honest, you're taking my choice away. Like you said, even you know, being a Christian man, you know, being bisexual, bi curious, that's another conversation we need to have because we know what the word says, right? So um you're also taking my choice away if that's something that I want to deal entertain. with. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, because as as a woman, if like I've never been in a situation with anybody who's you know been with a, a man being with another man, so it, it I don't want to think like if he's not with me, is he with another man? You know what I mean? And is that something that I want to deal with and create a a, a insecurity within myself? Yes, absolutely. That's a real thing. And here's, I want to share this. And this is why actually, this is the origin of this question. Um, And then, you know, going into have you ever had sex with other men, even in the past? This is the origin of this question. So I there was a book that I have in my library. Um, It's it's called married to the game. That's the name of the book. And it actually is no, that's not what it's called. It's called into deep. That's what it's mm-hmm. called. And um, it has these different stories of the di- you know, different characters in the book. And it talks about how at the end, they're all intertwined. Mm-hmm. And one of the characters in the book, she was married to a, a highly successful man, a mm-hmm. top executive in his corporation, had a nice house in Atlanta, uh, just great family, kids, you know, she driving Benzes, all kind of stuff, had all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. come to find out this man actually was on the down low mm-hmm. and of course this is a book but this is also what is happening in people's lives real lives yeah. this yeah. man was on the down low and um the the character that he was on the down low with basically came to her house and said that her husband gave her him the the, the party that he was on the down low with mm-hmm. an incurable disease Mm-hmm. And 
she was like just shocked like she for one she didn't know he was on the download and then mm-hmm. here you are now coming to me telling me that my husband did what you know yeah. and so the story goes out the play plays out as you know the husband she's asking her husband uh you know is this true is this true and the husband denies it you know denies it denies it but then eventually he admits it and mm-hmm. she's just like she's taken by it she's mm-hmm. just you know because like you just said Yvonne her choice got taken away yeah if he would have been just upfront and honest with her at the beginning before they got married before they had children mm-hmm. and if she would have asked the question because yeah. maybe he would have lied you know yeah. men lie let's be honest men lie yeah. women lie we all lie yeah. so maybe he could have maybe he would have lied or maybe he would have told the truth if mm-hmm. the question would have been asked in the beginning yeah so I don't think that there's anything ladies wrong with asking this question again if the man is even if he's a Christian and he he likes men he's bi-curious bisexual has you know that's between him and God I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw any stones at him cast any judgment but for yeah. me you have to exit left because yeah. my choice is I want to deal with a heterosexual man mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with someone that is not sure about their sexuality I want to deal with a heterosexual man. So that's yeah. why I would ask that question. And I would definitely ask that question in the dating stage. Yeah. Well, especially like you said now, um, with the way that the state of the world is now, I would definitely, um, if it makes them uncomfortable, it makes them uncomfortable, but I would definitely ask, um, in, in my opinion to, you know, just so we can all know what we're dealing with, because at the end of the day, it is about choice. Now, if Mm -hmm. I choose to continue with the relationship, then it's on me. But if I don't want to, you know, I I shouldn't have to deal with you lying and then me figuring out later on, because like I said, then you had took my choice away of, you know, being in a relationship that I thought, you know, was between a man and a woman. And it's Mm -hmm. between, you know, me, you and then somebody else, you know what I mean? So and this question is no different from asking him, you know, are you seeing any other women? You know what I mean? We talked about that in the previous episode, I believe, you know, making sure that you're getting that out from the job. It's if Mm -hmm. to me, it's no different. I'm not just pointing this out because this is a Christian podcast, but I am pointing this out also because it's a Christian podcast. But Mm -hmm. ultimately, it's not just you know be, you know are you seeing or interested in men mm-hmm. you need to know is he interested in anybody else aside from you yeah. or is he sleeping with anyone else aside yeah. from you because that goes into my next question and it's a hard question but it's a question nonetheless you know do you have any chronic health issues or non-curable sexually transmitted diseases now i feel like that question should be asked more in the courting stage and this is why when we're are. getting ready yes yes because yep. again you don't know well... someone's Hold on, hold on, because we're we're not bumping and grinding anyway. No, no, we're not bumping and grinding, but it it would give me a choice to determine if I want to continue. That's why I would say, well, because this is the thing, and I'm not being, um, like you said, the stigma around anybody, you know, that has incurable diseases, things like that. But the first thing that popped in my head was HIV, right? So. I would want to know like cancer, all that stuff, you know, you know, that's different. But with HIV, herpes, things like that, to where herpes can be, you know, you might not see the lesions, but it can still be dormant in them at a certain time. So um, 
and then with it, it's like dormant and then hyperactive or something. I, I'm not sure um, what the whole context is behind it. But am I am I willing to continue on if I'm if I like this guy and I'm dating him and we done went on two or three dates or whatever? And in my mind, you know, if we start thinking like with courting, you know. I would definitely ask that before I go into courting or getting it deeper, because do I want to spend, you know, the rest of my life, you know, with someone with, you know, HIV. And like I said, this is not a stigma or whatever, because there's a lot of people who date. Matt Johnson is still happily married with his wife mm -hmm. and yes, things like that. But like I said, it's still my choice. It's still my choice. And I'm not discriminating against anybody who has it, but I still have a choice, you know, because to me, it's like, okay, there is medication now to um, that they can take to where it could be undetected, but I'm not in a relationship with him right now. How do I know he's been consistent with his medication? How do I know how serious he is about keeping, you know, up with it so it can remain dormant in his, in his system? And then we still have to think about children and things like that. How was that going to work? Even though, you know, so that's why I said for me dating, it would be because, I, I would need to know if I would want to continue because if I'm courting, I'm already kind of in it. And to me, it's like, it's going to hurt me more if I have to pull back because I didn't know in the beginning. Yeah, I can get that. I can get the reasons for, you know, asking this question in the dating stage, mm -hmm. but also the way I look at it, the reason I say courting is because you want to, because there is such a stigma, you know what I'm saying, around, you know, mm -hmm. un incurable diseases, uh, mm -hmm. more so, you know, HIV, things with syphilis, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, mm -hmm. There's such a stigma around it. And people some people feel like they can't be honest, you know what I mean, about mm -hmm. their status because they're afraid they may lose a good man or woman um, mm -hmm. before they that person even gets a chance to know who they are as a person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so you are absolutely 100% correct, Yvonne, in saying that everybody has their own choice and mm -hmm. nobody's choice. Let me be very clear on that. Nobody's choice should be taken away from. No. People regardless of what your situation is, you have mm -hmm. to be honest yeah. because we have also seen situations where women have been murdered mm -hmm. by men because they were not honest in the beginning. Yeah. And then the woman yeah. came out later and said that, you know, they have, you know, mm -hmm. whatever HIV, whatever. And, mm -hmm. and the men just flipped out and was like, wait a minute, what? And they, you know, yeah. like that poor woman in Texas, I will never forget that woman. That was like, I couldn't even believe that her life ended like that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but, to your point, she took away that man's choice and he just, he, it was a, a crime of passion mm -hmm. is what they called it. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we should be honest either mm -hmm. way, but ladies, just use your discretion. Mm -hmm. Don't necessarily, you know, if it's a deal, we talked about this too in the last couple episodes, you know ladies, we know are. what your deal breakers are. Exactly. Yeah. If that's a deal breaker for you, there is nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're someone that feels like you want to get to know a person mm -hmm. and then, you know, maybe knowing this may be a little bit secondary for you for whatever reasons, personal mm -hmm. choices, that's okay too, mm -hmm. you know, but ultimately the the thing is make sure that you put it out there whether it's at the yeah. dating stage or the courting stage whichever stage you prefer make sure you put it out there because to Yvonne's point 
nobody wants their choice taken away. When we talked yeah. about that with children, mm-hmm. we talked about that with, you know, various other things, uh, s- yeah. sex. Do you believe, mm-hmm. you know, do you believe in waiting until marriage to have sex? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, nobody should be in a situation where they feel like that they're, um, if they walk away, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because the situation just isn't right for them, that mm-hmm. they feel bad because of that. They feel bad for doing so. It's mm-hmm. like, no, this is just what my, my preferences are, you know, God's going to send you the person that you belong with, but that person's not me. You know what I mean? But we got to be able to be honest. Yeah. And and like you said, if you're open and honest with me, and then I have my choice to make like, you know what, I can see myself with this guy, you know, because the opposite side of that too is, well, how long left does he have? You know, so I'm a deep thinker. So I think like, down the road you know well you know with with medicine and things like that i mean well, yeah but these are questions that, lives. well yeah. no that's what i'm saying but these are questions i would ask like okay what do they say about your lifespan these were the questions i would ask my person like because it's like i i i wouldn't want to you know if i knew that if he's honest, hopefully he's honest and with medicine, people are living healthy lives, things like that. But if he's one that's maybe, you know, the medicine doesn't really work and he's sick and things like that, am I going to be okay with not being with him? Even though we all are going to have to end up in that same spot, you know, in our lives, period, because that's the only way we get out of here. Um, I don't know. What do you it, mean the only way? I'm getting raptured up into the sky. I'm not well, going yeah, to no Jesus, Well, if Jesus comes tomorrow, yes, like that's the answer. If Jesus comes tomorrow, we're going to get raptured. We're all going to be good. And we're going to be living in eternity. But if the rapture happens after I die, you know, we all got to go up that way. So <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But when it comes to health, and I just want to say, when it comes to health, it's so important Um you know, that we are open and honest. And like you said, yes, it could be stigma, things like that. The reason why people don't. Um, but maybe I want to, would it be horrible? Like if I didn't want to date him and then I, but I wanted him in my life as a friend. No, that, that wouldn't be horrible. Why would that be horrible? Because, um, because again, that's your, that's your preference, you know? Yeah. And I, we, and we talked about this, Yvonne, like it's so important to know who you are, mm-hmm. to know, you know, what, your deal breakers are, I don't think there's anything wrong about that. What's wrong is not being honest. And I Mm -hmm. think that's the point that both you and I are making, Yvonne. Mm -hmm. That's the part that's wrong. And none of us are perfect. We all make mistakes. We're all going to continue to make mistakes. So this is not about ladies trying to get it perfect, you know, down to Mm -hmm. the science, you know, the perfect guy. There's no such thing as a perfect guy, right? We all know that. Every guy is going to have flaws. Just like we have flaws, ladies. But it is important, though, to know just what you're not willing to deal with. And Mm -hmm. this is a question, like I use the story as the example of the book that I was reading. But again, like I said, this is real life stuff that people are dealing with. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Where their choices are being taken away or they're Mm -hmm. finding out, like you said, Yvonne, later down the line. And now they're stuck in a dilemma. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, I I love this person as a person, but... Mm -hmm. 
do I want that part of my life? And even taking, you know, HIV and things out of it, if a person has uh, cancer or whatever, the case, mm-hmm. am I going to want to be that caretaker, making sure that, you know, they're taking their yeah. medicine on time, making mm-hmm. sure that they're going to their doctor's appointments, doing chemo, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. This does not mean that people that are sick have to have lonely lives. And that's mm-hmm. not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that people um, shouldn't have to... How do I want to say this, Lord? Sick people, people that have an illness don't have to live lonely lives, but they have to know that God has specific people for them. Yeah. And it's not That's okay perfect. to dis, uh, to be um, a secretive or to not disclose something mm-hmm. to someone mm-hmm. uh, that takes away that person's mm-hmm. choice. To be, the Bible speaks about being deceitful. We are mm-hmm. not to be deceitful people. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be as Christians. Again, I, I keep saying this, Yvonne. I know we're way over time, but the Bible says that we are supposed to be people of integrity. Christians yeah. should be honest people. We should not be deceitful. And when you're like taking away someone's mm-hmm. choice, you are being deceitful. Yeah. So ladies ask the question, you know, whatever the answer is, you in your spirit, you decide what to do with that information, but at least put it out there. Yeah. You know, especially in the state of the world that we're in right now, um, where people feel like they owe, you know, nobody explanations and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's callous in itself. Yeah. It's very callous and it's very selfish. And Mm -hmm. we just, as a church, as the body of Christ, we just have to be different. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's tons of people out here that have all kinds of chronic illnesses that are living happy, healthy, whole, Mm -hmm. you know, married lives. Marriages who have have their people. They have have their people that are assigned to them, that God has for them. That's right. Because God, he loves everyone just the same we're all the same body of Christ. So, Mm -hmm. um, but just, it's about being honest though. So Yvonne, the other questions, uh, do you maintain a friendship with any ex-girlfriends or ex-wives? We kind of (laughs) touched on that. Um, where do you stand on, uh, alcohol, sex, and drugs? You know, just, I say, ladies pay attention. If every time he wants to get with you, he want to go to a bar, that could Mm -hmm. be a red sign. Um, you know, pay the red flags that turn into purple yeah. flags. We talked about that. In the yeah, last the, the purple flags turn into red flags. Absolutely, because yes, especially just, like if you notice he turns into a different person when he drinks. And yeah, the how do you manage your how much he drinks? Mm-hmm. You know, you might want to pay a little extra attention to that. If you see him, he comes out the bathroom and he got something like baby powder on his nose. You want to pay attention to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially yeah. that secret drug habits, uh, mm-hmm. drug addictions. Please pay attention to stuff like that. uh, Track marks, things like that, because we're in a Holly population now where, you know, even not even that, they're taking things that look like Skittles. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, all kinds of stuff. You know, don't take any breath mitts on the first day. (laughs) But you know what, though? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I'm so serious. And actually, because these are natural lives not natural life questions lady and this mm-hmm. goes back to what we were just saying about the um the uh the illnesses if mm-hmm. you have a drug addiction i mm-hmm. need to know again mm-hmm. this is not for me to judge you this is hopefully for you know an opportunity for me to encourage you to get some help 
You know what I mean? But this isn't for me to judge you, but then it's also my opportunity to say what I don't want to deal with. I don't Mm want to deal with someone that has a drug habit where Mm -hmm. I have to, because then we talked about the the managing money piece where we have to, you know, constantly talk about, you know, where the money went. How much mm-hmm. you spent on drugs, how much mm-hmm. you spent on partying, gambling, mm-hmm. drinking alcohol. Now yep. we, you know, we can't pay our mortgage. Now we're in debt. Now we're, mm-hmm. you know, you have drugs around the, the kids. is just getting All, bigger and bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no women, we have a choice, but women, I want to conclude with this because I know we're way over our time, but I want to conclude with this, Yvonne, women, this is why we continue to run into the same knuckleheads that we run into. Mm. And we wonder why we can't find our Boaz, why we can't find our, 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 our the man that God created for us, because we're not asking the right questions. In some cases, mm-hmm. Yvonne, we're not asking any questions. We're yeah. not asking any questions. Mm-hmm. We just see, you know, good looks, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And we think that this is the person that God wants us to be with. And it's like, yeah. no. Or we ask the questions too late. Or like we you talked I mean? about that too. Yeah, we're you asking too late, too and you're late. already in there. And then it's like, wow, you didn't tell me you had three baby mamas. Like, you didn't ask that in the beginning, girl. You like, didn't tell me you, you know had a drug mean? addiction. You didn't tell me that. You know, what I'm saying you didn't know how to manage money. You didn't mm-hmm. tell me that you don't have a mm-hmm. job and that you've been <laughs> working at all these different like little uh, tip jobs. And again, <laughs> hustle is a hustle. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, ultimately you there's got to be you have you never told me you're not stable you're not mm-hmm. a person that is stay and I, I didn't even put that on there are you a, a stable person mm-hmm. do, do you know what stability even means do you know what being consistent yeah mm-hmm. you know what consistent means yeah these are questions we don't ask ladies and then we wonder why we get into relationships that don't work we got to do better as Christian women. We got to do better. We have to hold the bar higher and that is okay to hold the bar higher. I believe Yvonne, tell me your thoughts. I believe that true Christian men, true grown men, true mature men are looking for women that are holding the bar to a higher standard. Yeah. I mean, tell because me your thoughts. every, I, I, I won and I know I'm gonna make it quick. Cause you know, we're, you know, over time, but no, I, I completely agree with that because, oh, how can I say this? Things are just so already out there on display to where is, as women, Christian women, also, we, oh, how can I say this? We're so, we, we, I don't want to. We have to set ourselves apart from the world. Well, we We have have to set ourselves apart from the world, but I'm trying to say it right to her. Feel like I'm not like being like condemning them or whatever. Um, But we have to understand that what the Lord says He has for us, what marriage is, when the you know in First Corinthians when it it breaks it down to what love is, how these are action words, right? Mm -hmm. So if yes, they are. That man is going to you know want these type of things and to give these type of things 
He wants to be respected in return. He wants to be loved. He wants to be uplifted. He doesn't want somebody that always has an attitude and flipping off at the mouth. And Mm. she has some chip on her shoulder because the way that she grew up and she ain't dealt with her own issues. And he didn't went to to therapy. He didn't done the work. He's whole. He's complete. And now he did this chick over here that brought this mess uh, um, into his peaceful world or whatever. Ladies, we're so quick to take on a husband, but are we ready to be wives? Are we wait, wait, ready? wait, no, no, no. You're not gonna oh. do this, Yvonne. <laughs> wait a second. You are not I'm gonna do this on this podcast. No, because that's gonna be another episode because we talked about that already. That is yes. that's gonna be a solid episode too. Yes, that's so ladies, so I'm, I'm not gonna back. go there, but but no, but yes, we do need to put ourselves as a higher standard um, and love ourselves because at the end Ooh, of the day, it's about good. loving ourselves. You know, that's so how good. I look at my daughter, it's like I'm the closest woman in her life to her. I set the standard. So if she sees how I hold myself and handle my husband and she knows how a woman is supposed to handle herself in this world. You know what I mean? That's why I had to change and do the work on myself because if I'm growing up bitter, angry, all this stuff, I'm just passing that same stuff down to her and she's going to be more bitter, more angry because she sees what I, you know, what I was. But then the issues that I have projected onto her because I haven't dealt with all of my stuff that she has now took on that now she has to work through on top of her own stuff. It's a trickle down effect. When we talk about those generational curses, lady, it's time to break that mold break that thing and start anew that's kind of what i got hey man yes it's time to <laughs> you know seriously that it's time ladies break Christian that mold, women, like, to mm-mm. be set apart the bible says that we should be set apart from the world we should yeah. not that we should stick our nose up at the world and, and yeah. say that you know this any other but uh if you're looking for a, a good man a good christian man Someone that's going to love you and treat you as as Christ loves and treats the church, church, as the Bible describes it, Mm -hmm. then we got to set the bar higher. So on that note, we're going to go ahead and pray out. I think this is the longest episode, ladies, that we have recorded thus far, but it was so good. And it, it wraps up our segment dating versus courting is there a difference we pray that you were blessed by this segment i know i was blessed by it yvonne like i said and we've said in the previous episodes and even now there's so many things that we wish we would have known back then that we know now but as you just said perfectly now that we do know we can instill that wisdom into our daughters Mm -hmm. so they don't have to go through you know the the different um the different uh, dead ends, truthfully, Mm -hmm. that we had to go through Mm -hmm. to finally get to the man that God had already designed designed for us in the very beginning. So I I was just blessed by this this segment. I pray everybody else was blessed by it too. I'm gonna go back and re-listen to it. I've already been listening to it. I re-listen to um, them all the time. Like- yes, <laughs> we're gonna bundle this thing up and, and put these segments together. And I don't know, make a book or something out of it. I don't know. We'll see what the Lord has in store. But yeah, we are not Lord gonna hold you guys way. any longer. You women, thank you for rocking with us. Thank you for just being uh, down with the making it last forever Christian marriage and relationship podcast. We love the feedback. Continue to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, 
Uh, Yvonne said it. Instagram is up. There's an email address attached to it. So if you have any topics, questions that you want us to bring to the podcast, let us know. We want to hear from you. Shout out to all of our listeners all from all over the world. It's just, we just started this thing. We're calling this our pilot, but to see the different uh, areas where folks are listening um, from, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for just rocking with us and being part of this, this amazing journey that God has us on. Um, do you want, I think you prayed us out last time. Is it my, is it my turn yeah, to pray? Yep. I'm all. Are you just saying that? You. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just saying that because you want me to pray? Okay, I'll pray. Yep. So, um, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before the throne of grace to say thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for this time of, of wisdom sharing, Lord. Uh, you allowing me and Yvonne to come on this episode to share uh, the wisdom that you put in our hearts as far as questions that we need to ask as far as a person's spiritual life and a person's natural life before deciding whether or not we as women should take the relationship that we have with this party to the next level, Lord. Lord, just continue to use us as vessels, Father God, to help your people, Father God, your women, uh, your daughters, um, to uh, make, you know, choices that are pleasing to you, Lord. This isn't about us, Father God. This is about you, Father. And so as long as you permit, Father God, we will come on here, Father God, to be the vessels and to be the voices for you, Lord. And we just thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so, you guys. You guys have a good night. Yes, thank you for rocking with us. We'll talk to you next time. All right, bye. Bye.